recorded live from Stockton, California. This is Jammin' with the Best. What sort of questions was he asking? Oh, you know, he was asking me questions about like uh, about touring and mm-hmm. um, you know about getting better and just uh, what 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 you do to practice and stuff like that. Disc awesome. golf questions, just picking the brain. Yeah, yeah, he, he's a good kid. Yeah, you'll hear his name for sure coming up. There's gonna be a lot of names. Like you've dropped three already of names that nobody knows, but. Will, if all things go well, people will likely know yeah. soon. Yeah, this, I mean, the Ezra kid is like uh, messaging me and asking me advice about what sponsorships he should take. And I'm like, dude, I'll sponsor you, you know, all of this you want. Like, you know, if you win, I'll give you some, ca- you know, I'm like, I'll sponsor you, but yeah. maybe you guys should sponsor him. Hmm. Not afraid. Dude. Not afraid. I'm We're telling looking. you, I would, I would bet my entire disc golf career that the kid is going to be 1,020 rated and playing on the tour for sure. And a good dude. Oh, great, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. he's vegan. He has to be a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a good dude. I mean, he is another dude that, um, like, uh, he was asking me questions, and then he was just sitting and listening. You know, he wasn't, you know, we are so inclined to just immediately have something to say. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just in our in our, in our our current world, that's what, what you do. Yeah. We love to relate. Yeah. You know. Super guilty. Yeah, me too. Same. Me too. I'm like, what I'm saying is way better than what you're saying. What the fuck are you talking about even, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But when I sit and listen and like take in what people actually are saying, it's it's a nice world, mm-hmm. you know? You're like, what are, what was this person trying to express to me? What feeling were they trying to express, express to me? Why did they share that story with me? And when I have those re- moments of reflection, I feel better. Then when I walk away from a situation and I'm like, man, I really was just like dominating that conversation and like I didn't learn anything. Mm-hmm. I just spouted the same shit that I've been spouting. And then hopefully they did, but there yeah. might not be any way to know if you were yeah. just going at it. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, Ezra, we should we should sponsor that kid. Yeah, make sure when when we're done here, I yeah. wanna, we'll get his info and we will reach out. He's legit, dude. He is. Yep. Sput's good. Yeah, it's all good. And I mean, he name? look he looks like um he looks like I don't know, like maybe like a Clay, no, 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 Clay Matthews. He looks like a linebacker, like he's like a couple inches taller than me and mm-hmm. like 50 pounds heavier and like he looks like he's an NFL pro athlete. Like he's jacked. Brady. Brady. Maybe. Like, yeah, yeah, I played with Brady yesterday. Dude, the guy bombs, right? Brady Ock. Yeah. yeah. He's a good He's player. He's a stud. He throws like some of the furthest hyzers I've seen. Like, yeah. I haven't seen like the big flex shots out of him as much, but like his like flat to hyzer shots, I'm like, damn, like that was 470. Hmm. He's a like, stud, dude. He's I a good player. That might be the one guy from North Dakota, too. Mm-hmm. He's the Dakota boy originally. Brady? <laughs> no. Yep. Yeah, it is North Dakota. I think it is. Whoa, really? Okay. We found him. That's yeah, interesting. Sasquatch. He nice. Moved here. We found him. Not that long ago yeah like a year or so ago him and i played at uh the master's cup uh round one. Oh, and san francisco we played too so we we got a couple competition rounds in and we were talking about 
he reminded me. He was like, oh, dude, I had one of my best rounds ever, ever, period, and you beat me. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I was like, what do we do? What do we shoot? You know, he shot nine down. I shot 10 down at Daylaw. And he and then mm. he was like, dude, we're going to be on the lead card. Like, we're, we killed it, man. And we were on, like, third and fourth card. Jeez. And we were like, holy shit, dude. Like, <laughs> we got to get better, man. Like, that was both of one of our better rounds of the year, you know? It was like, mine was 1063 rated. His was like 1054. And I'm like, man, this is... I thought we were going to be in the lead card for sure, but... A third and fourth, that's why. Yeah, Paul it was. Yeah. That year at Daylaw. Wasn't that this year? Paul shot, Paul shot super hot out. recently. Was that this year, though, in the rain or the year prior? I think it was the year prior. Yeah. And it was... Oh, yeah, that was... This some, year was the rain. Yeah, the mm-hmm. rain was this year. Yeah. But, yeah, last year it was something crazy. Like, he threw down, like, a 19 down or... Because there's more than 20 hole or... No, he shot 14. 14. 14? Yeah, he mm-hmm. shot a 14 at, at, at Daylaw last Round year. One. Yeah, just which was it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look this year though. What he, what what he shot? This year was wild in that rain. In that rain, yeah. It took a toll on people. Oh yeah, Paul McBeth got sixth. Girthy won this year. Mm-hmm. Round Dude. round one. Paul Girthy. shot a twelve. Twelve. Yep. Girthy yep. has to be one Eagle of the weirdest players. Weirdest? Like. You you'd expect him to crush at big bomber courses. It's the putt, dude. And he crushes it's the Lob Heiger Heiser guest putt. But mm-hmm. he crushes at woodsier courses generally. Dude, because he throws random. the mid range freaking dialed four hundred feet. So good, dude. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 the putt. Mm-hmm. It's whether he was making the putts or not. Exactly. And he was making and them. That's then. what I mean by random. Like I wonder if it was just those weekends. It happened to be wooded courses. courses, and he was making his putt. Wooded courses are better for Garrett because wooded courses are better for worse putters. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Because when you when you have a green that is only twenty feet by twenty feet, you either make the green or you don't. Mm-hmm. You either park the hole or you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Waco has always been a good track for me. Uh, because I don't have to putt. Yeah, I, I'm either on the green or I'm not on the green. You know, Memorial tough because every hole you have to putt. Either you know it's open, windy. You know what I'm saying? The Absolute woods hole and yeah. like the distance is it's easier. Like when a tree's here, a tree's here, a tree's here. A you got a little tunnel for the basket, but when you have the space, up, you're yeah. like, this putt could go anywhere. It's a different yeah. mindset. Yeah. Open yeah. field like putting is I feel like some of the best practice you can do because if you can yeah. be comfortable there. You can be dialed in anywhere. anywhere. I feel like putting at SFO is like the hardest thing in the world to do. That's a tough place to put. It's the way the greens are and then the wind and then the hills. That wind this year was no joke. Dude, that's crazy. That was hard. That was a tough tournament this year. And I feel like all the, like, oh, I want to land 35 feet away with a death putt and a headwind. (laughs) That's like my ideal spots. Not ideal for putting purposes, but like shots. Like, oh, there's the landing zone. Yeah. Oh, and it's a 35-foot headwind putt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Round one was one of my first birdie free rounds in a long time at SFO this year. And I was only three up. So it wasn't many bogeys. Birdie free. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it's like it's, nine Dude, probably. every birdie there is, you cherish it. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's crazy. It. Tough. And every hole's birdieable. Yeah. Just about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just hard. Like, it's just a hard course. Yes, it is. It is. It's a fun yeah. challenge. Yeah. It's a legitimate tournament. Love that one. Do it's you another think, Leonard Muse design. Do you think courses need to be harder? Um, that's a good question. I think disc golf is too easy in general. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think I I think that the basket needs to change. It's smaller. I think the basket is too big. Yeah. Um, putting is not as exciting as it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's a good question, though. I mean, courses courses are 
too easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're too easy. No one should shoot eighteen down ever. Yeah. Well, the whole idea of the par three and a half, I I think, is great. If having a difficult par three where you have a legitimate upshot to get your three, you really and you have to make your yeah. sixty to eighty footer to get your, you know, yeah, have elite. No, that power. needs to be more common. Like mm-hmm. Waco, the par is way off. Yeah, like he did not shoot. He shot fourteen. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. he shot fourteen. The par is way off there, Um, and it's just like you were saying. It's because they they just bump them up to a par four. Mm -hmm. When really, really hole one, hole three, hole Mm -hmm. four, hole eighteen. Yeah, hole eighteen. Those are par threes. Yeah, those are just. I mean, you know, they're it's a par three. It's just a pro par three. Mm Right. You know, and when I when I pitch out to the left and then pitch up, I'm playing it for par. Yeah. I'm not I'm not playing safe for the birdie, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. weird to play yeah. safe for a birdie. Playing mm-hmm. safe I'm like playing safe for the birdie, you know? So and I mean you look at the scores from Waco this year and last year. And last year I shot thirty three down to tie with Germ. This year shot the same and lose by ten. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. Lose by ten. Paul shot forty two down and we only played fifty four holes. Mm-hmm. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, this is not right. That's not right at it's all. It's not right. So what place were you this year? You ninth. lost by 10, ninth. Okay. Yep. Yep. Shot the same score I did the previous year to win or go into the playoff and lose, but got ninth, lost by 10. That's <laughs> like, that's just, I was like, oh my God, I might not have a career in this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know if there's anything else I could have done, even. Like, but. Yeah, it's 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 a good great question. I think it's too easy, but I also think that it's just never going to be the same as golf. No, no it I never don't think will. So. Yeah, because putting is so different. So yeah. different, and 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 just the 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 variables are always different compared compared to golf. Uh, disc golf is more geared toward the perfection. Like yeah. we mm-hmm. are trying to be perfect. When in golf, you you everyone has let go of that perfection no one is mm-hmm. really chasing a perfect round no one no. is building up a pressure to go 18 down it's a bigger margin for error is yeah. what it is you know you can you can miss your drive by 30 feet and you're gonna hit that putt you miss your drive by 30 feet in golf you got a 30 footer and that's tough as hell and you're it's over or yeah. you're in the rough and not yeah. in the fairway yep and yeah. our, we don't our target to object ratio is so large yeah mm-hmm. exactly it i is. completely agree it's it's it, it's I want to see a mock yeah. shift, but in like quality, the quality, quality of yeah, a mock action championship exactly. level design yeah. and materials. No, well, and like you know when it. you put those baskets with the poles upside down and it makes the basket kind yeah. of shorter and yep. stunted. Yeah, those catch all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Just and the chains aren't even perfect for it because they hang too low because exactly. they need to yeah. be eight inches lower. So or that whatever. kind of slot where you're still hitting a strike zone. And and we've had this discussion before, we like have. bringing the basket in a little bit, making the yep. strike zone still the strike zone. Yeah, uh, but it's tough because having that, it, it, what will I think forever be an issue in our sport until we change something drastic is having that perfect shot not count. Yeah, which is Pop so outs. frustrating. Pop outs, the aces, to all Dude. those kind of things. Yes, it's the biggest exactly. frustration in the sport, in my sense, anyway. I, I, well, think, I think I think you're it, spot on. You you pointed out first, and I agree with you that smaller basket will probably catch better. Yeah, maybe I think it would. It's I more dense so. that strikes. Yeah, up. if if you hit I the the so. top of the basket, you're still really close to the tub. Mm-hmm. Where if you hit the top of the basket now, like the chain, you can sit chains really high, and like that's not going to go in ever. So yeah, I think it would make the the one that hits the pole the most would stay because you have more chains near the pole. 
Yeah, and it cross chains, mm-hmm. you know, like the Mach X and the Prodigy T1, <laughs> T2. You know, there's some there's some quality baskets. Even the Discmania, like hundred twenty five dollar one that they made that had little like cross chains yeah. to it, caught great for the. Do you see, they point. just got another yeah. one approved. No. Yeah, Disc Golf Park just got a, a um, basically that exact basket you were talking about, uh, just uh, better materials, like nice. a more legitimate so basket. That's my favorite basket. Those prodigies, they're great. Those are nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you hit it, if you hit it in the pole, it's good. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's what a lot of people on the tour don't like that one because it won't catch the left and the right, and it spits them out. But don't miss left and right. Don't miss left and right. And you know, yeah, I don't hate that basket. It's a good hit, one. If you I hit like it center them. and hard, it's never coming out. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the Mach X catches missed putts. Yeah. Literally, catches it really does. It ca- dude, it catches my my low rights that don't stay on anything else. Right. I'm like, yeah, I missed a putt. Oh, it just corner pocket grabs dude, it. It catches soft left putts like it's crazy. Business. Yeah, it like, actually kind of does putts that are like hysering and like not even really making it to the chain to like catch yeah. the last chain and throw it back. Yeah, and, like, and then like it'll push Nico's dead center putt out. Mm-hmm. Like the the way mm-hmm. that it comes in, it'll just like swing them back out. Yeah. So it's yeah. Yeah, I think you guys are spot on though. The 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 basket needs to change, I think. And mm-hmm. I mean, it could happen anytime. Like um I got I got a couple of my homies from high school together and we we made a push to get a basket and we just didn't we we just didn't make it happen, you know? I think that the if someone made the right basket, the PDGA could vote it in. Like it would it could happen where it's like, "Okay, this is our basket." It would be really easy to implement it at a pro tour or national tour level. Mm-hmm. It would be then at that point like retrofitting the thousands and thousands That's, of courses that we're lucky to have, but it doesn't need to happen right away for those. No, well, I mean the hoops at the hoops at the the blacktop aren't the same as the one that they. I mean, right? Yeah, like, I mean, how many basketball hoops are the same exact ones that they play on? Like, like none of them. Any Dude, right. the three point line. You need to go to a park. They don't have an NBA three-point line. They have a, high, a college. Yep. Well, yeah. Or not even a college anymore. They have a high school three-point line. And it's yeah. still fun. Yeah. And speaking mm-hmm. to that, I don't think you need to overhaul everything. Leave, no. Leave I think casual courses alone. Yeah. If you're going to have a legit like pro tour tournament or national tour, have them bring the baskets. Yeah, use the legit. Switch them out. Yeah, and, exactly. And use the legit basket. It's going to start with that. the pro tour. I because think. Yeah. they're going to buy. They're going to have yeah. to buy 18 to 24 baskets, whatever the biggest course right. is. And because you don't want to drive away new them. players and those baskets that we have right now, that catch great, It it it's good for newer mm, players. See, in I, a sense, I like disagree because most people start playing on like the worst baskets. Like the baskets they on... They start to. The yeah, but they're bigger than what suck. we're but proposing. A year or two True. in, they're going to be looking for more. It's it, it it's like like you said with the basketball hoops. like They're going to be different. They're three points shorter. Yeah, football, most. you start with a different ball. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I don't think you it, baseball you start changing the field. basket mm-hmm. in a pro tour level does not mean retrofitting every basket in there. No, yeah. I think it'll happen long term though. I think it will happen long term. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But it doesn't. Yeah, but it's not. It, it as, shouldn't be an. Inha- I just it, want. Can we get like mock threes out of every course? Mock fives. I'm tired. Yeah, of I can't. I, I don't even want to uh, talk about it too much right now because we're about to play the tournament on the chain stars and the mock fives. <laughs> yeah, but bad. my my putt's been sticking though, so yeah. I'm not yeah. even worried about it. Who's the hardest putter on tour, Ricky? Who's the hardest putter? Yeah. Used to be Barella. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Barella. Used Bar- to be. Barella yep. is up there. Silver Lat has one of the mm-hmm. hardest putts I've ever seen. 
I mean, my putt only recently became not the fastest putt. Yeah, like, you I had was, a hard yeah. putt. Yeah, I, I called it the really Perkins low. panic putt. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh shit, oh shit, fire away, dude. <laughs> That's great. Dude. But um, uh, Alex Geisinger used to putt like yeah. really fast. But um, that boy bombs. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, the having touch with the putt is a skill. You yeah, know, sure. a putting fast is means that you have the fear. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're putting fast, you're afraid to miss and you want to fire it in there. You know, it's not necessarily a confidence thing. Confidence thing is, oh, let me put the touch on it yeah. and let me drop it in there. That's why I like Ricky. Sometimes you'll watch one putt and it's like 97 miles an hour, like that nose down. And the next putt's like a big old floater. Ricky's amazing. Dude, it's Ricky crazy. Is, Ricky is amazing. Ricky is, Ricky built the putt that will be the future. Oh yeah, it's yeah. the hardest one to replicate. No one but can when replicate, you replicate it. it. It's perfect. Yeah, no one can replicate it. I've never seen anyone replicate Aaron's it. Aaron's got a great video in a onesie where he replicated in a raptor onesie. Yeah, that's a good video. It, it was, was a good video. Nice. <laughs> yeah, his putt is insane. Dude, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Heiser flips his putt. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. When he's throwing it hard, it's like it's like a throw, dude. It's mm-hmm. like it's not just your normal stand there and putt. It's like a whole body movement thing and. Really, it's all about what he's doing with his fingers underneath. Mm-hmm. He grips it like straight out. Like his fingers look like they're straight out when he puts. And when it's the spring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he, you know, when he misses, when he misses bad, it doesn't make it to the basket. You know, yeah. you've seen that where it's yeah. like, wait, what happened? It's because he didn't pop his fingers. Yeah. So he's got his finger right on the point. Like he's got the disc and um, I need a disc, but uh, he, he, yeah, let me let me see that disc. Yeah, toss it over here. So, you know, this is like Paul, right? Yep. Ricky's like that. Oh. Interesting. Ricky points. He's right on it. And we're talking to him and he's like, Doesn't everybody do that? <laughs> I thought everybody does that. Like you don't you guys don't do that? So many people Ricky's get coached on the top. out of that. Hmm? So many people get coached out of that too. Yeah. I mean putting, you know, it's like you, you can't really do too many things wrong. Like sure. I mean it's you. It's what do you want to do? But Ricky is right there, point like on the edge. Like he doesn't like pull it under at all. Yeah, right around know? that outside rim for those just listening. Instead on the underside. Kind of like we'd grab yeah. a frisbee naturally to throw. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's really all about the spring with those bottom fingers mm-hmm. is was what he's he's talked about. And what we've kind of like as a crew, we're like, hey, how does Ricky putt? You know, it's like <laughs> me, Simon, down. Germ, Nate at European Open, we're all warming up and you know, I'm like, hey, Nate, do you know how to putt like Ricky? And he's like, what do you know? And I'm like, Simon, <laughs> do you know how to putt like Ricky? No, Germ, no. And we're all like, okay, how is he doing it? We're watching him putt like right in front of us. And we're like, okay, Ricky, what are you doing over there? You know? And he's like, oh, you guys don't do that? You know? And pointing, and we're like, wait, what? And then Simon's sitting there doing the Ricky and he he kind of got it a little sure. bit, but um, it's everyone's trying to figure out how to putt like Ricky. Dude, sure. I, when I noticed, I watched a putting clinic of his yep. and like his middle two fingers were almost touching the inner circle like the the nipple yeah of the disc like his these yeah. fingers are like in the center of the disc big yes. old raptor claws yes in there. Mm. dude it's crazy and then looking. he springs i'm telling you i've slowed it down i've got some videos i've slowed it down and it's the pop it's mm-hmm. that is the release he's actually popping the bottom of the disc sending it into that nose down mm-hmm. it's yeah it's, it's crazy so, so rarely left and right too Yes. He's so dialed on that line. Yes. That it's that cage or forehead. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's a great pendulum. So yeah. much different than Barsby's putt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It's it's you you. I never know when Greg's putt's going in. 
I don't either. It's I never know. 37 feet in the air. I have yeah. no idea. He knows yeah. every time. I knows. never know. I'm like, I could. You. <laughs> it's awesome, though. I dig Fuck it. Yeah. I, he's a world champ. Yeah. Yep. Whatever he did. The homie he started in down. Stockton is what he did. He started playing in Stockton? No, he started that year. The world championship year. His kickoff event was in Stockton. All right. Nice. Well, I'm here. You're wrong. I'm here now. It was a kickoff event the year after. <laughs> oh, it was the year after? Yeah, it was a celebration. Okay. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Nice. Oh, no, we played up in at Kelly Ridge with them that, that year. Was the kick- that was oh, the nice. kickoff year. That, that's a cool, the, that's yeah. a cool property. It yeah, is. apparently they're keeping maintaining it again because it went to the shits for a while. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. sad to hear because that is incredible. But it's free now, I guess. Interesting. Oh, yeah, because they're not even... There's like, no one even staffing the, the golf course anymore. Yep. Oh, it's just like land yeah. there. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's it was interesting. Like a public park at that point. What was a pay-to-play traditional golf course with a dual use is now just a public park. Yeah. First yeah. golf, golf course I played in California. Yeah, oh yeah, a sweet spot. Yeah, I drove 2016. Dude, crazy man. Greg, Greg called me at like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I had never talked to him on the phone before or anything. I didn't even know how he had my number. He called me and. Um, I had met him one time, met the dude one time and uh, got my number somehow. And he called me at like one o'clock in the morning and he's like, hey, it's Greg. And I was like, who? And he's like, it's Barsby. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> I hadn't even played any big tournaments or anything. I'm like, what are you what are you calling me for? You know, and he's like, we're going on tour, dude. We're going on tour. You're coming to pick me up, and we're gonna do the <laughs> west. We're gonna do the west coast swing, and then we're gonna go. We're gonna drive to Maple Hill together, and we're gonna do the east coast swing, and we're doing Sick. it. And I was like, dude. Yes, we're okay. doing it. Yeah, we're <laughs> okay. freaking doing it, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> legit. I didn't sleep the rest of the night. I played Destiny the rest of the night. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm going on tour. Like, and then a couple weeks later, I graduated and I, I left for the tour. And I went. I basically drove straight to Grass Valley, California. And wow. then um, me and Greg went and played Kelly Ridge, and that was the first course I played. Yeah, uh, he in designed Calif- it, right? I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. He it. he did a lot of the design out there, and um, yeah. And then we. Um, yeah, and then we went and played Grass Valley, played Penn Valley, and just... Uh, I love Penn. Yeah, yeah and then we cruised cool. up to uh, the Salmon River, played yeah. the Salmon River Disc Golf mm-hmm. Tournament. That was my first first Disc Golf Tournament on the tour, was Salmon River up That's in sick. Cecilville. And the helicopter ride the helicopter for first ride place. For winter. Yeah, I paid for the helicopter ride. I did not win, so but I went up in the helicopter, <laughs> and it was... Badass. Dude, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, 2016, Bars you started good it. dude. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you learned in the first like year or two on tour? Um yeah. First first thing I learned is uh that it's a lot of people like they build they build each moment up too too much. You know, the, the all the pros they 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 seem so relaxed, you know, like when they were missing putts, they they just it wasn't facing them, you know, like that's going to happen. You're going to miss. And, and, and they weren't building each round or each hole or each shot up, you know, whereas I was like, okay, this is my moment. You know, I need to do good. And I was like hyping each moment up. And then when I failed, it was like, it was so hard to even, to even be a person anymore. I was like, yeah. I am just a bucket of failure. I, <laughs> I am not like, I, I'm worthless because this is what my whole life is right now is sure. whether I'm doing good or bad. And, and that's just not the case. You got to relax and you got to let, you got to let things come to you, you know? And that's what I really saw everyone else was doing. I was like, man, 
they were just relaxed the whole way. They shot seven down. It was 10-15 rated. I'm like, they they didn't even play good. Yeah. You know, they were just they were just relaxed and they let the birdies come to them and really just the mentality of everyone's mentality of 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 the game was was so much different than kind of that grind amateur mentality where you're going to grind out each shot, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was that was probably the biggest thing I learned. Nice. So who are and I'm like at this this question I'm kind of pulling off one of your recent Instagram posts about Paige. But who are some of the players that you've learned from like that? I think you were talking about Paige and how she relaxes yeah. between her shots and just seems laid back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, when I was first playing the tournaments, I was hyped all round. Like I was like bouncing around and just like all just expending so much energy, mm-hmm. you know, and I, you know, watch players like. Bradley Williams was a huge influence for me because he um, he is such a student of the game. He is like paying close attention to his heart rate at all times. You know, like when he walks, he tries to exert as little energy as possible. And he is not thinking about the round. He's not thinking about what am I at? Mm-hmm. What can I get at? Mm-hmm. What am I at with that bogey? What am I at if I birdie out? He's not thinking about those things. Just not thinking about anything, really. And then once you're on the tee pad, what, what's my goal? What's my shot? And, and just letting everything else go. And that mentality um, was huge for me, 2014, 2015, to, 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 go, from, to go from 970 rated to, to 990 rated, which mm-hmm. is a big jump. Yeah. You know, that's that that is a plateau. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's the difference. That's the difference between like a true amateur and kind of like an aspiring professional. Mm-hmm. You know, Bradley Williams, definitely a big influence as far as the mentality. Um, and um, yeah, as far as like the skill, as far as the skill, um, I was watching everybody, man. I was watching everybody's footwork at all times. Um, if you look on the D- Disc Golf Pro Tour trading cards from 2016, I actually appear in four of those trading cards, including my own, because I'm just standing yeah. behind the tee pad. Yeah. I'm just standing there watching, and I'm like, this isn't always going to be like this. You're not going to always be able to just stand right there and watch Rick win the Worlds or watch Paul win the Worlds. You know, It's not going to be like that at all times. So mm-hmm. I was just like, when I was done playing... I would go caddy or I would go watch. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm watching Rick and I'm watching them, watching Nico and watching all these players and really trying to figure out what they were doing with their footwork, what they're doing with their hips, you know, what they're doing with their pull through and, and all that stuff, like all the time. So can't really think of any one individual that I was trying to replicate or anything as far mm-hmm. as their skill set, but definitely just trying to imitate some of the stuff that they were doing. That's one thing that I love about uh, like you and Paige specifically is seeing like when her rounds are done, typically FPOs teeing off earlier and she's back out on the course caddying and watching or like you get a a Heimberg and Madison and you two, you know, you and Calvin are out there caddying in the morning or Grady shoe and just walking around and just taking it all in and really, you know, one, enjoying your time out there, but two, studying and learning and watching. Yeah. I learned so much from the women, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. Um, and uh, 
yeah, I've, I just love watching disc golf. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it boils down to. Yeah, I just yeah. love watching disc golf, and, and they're super competitive with each other. So I, I love seeing how um, how they they handle the tense moments, you know? Mm-hmm. I love seeing that. I love seeing the way – I love hearing them talk about the, the things that they have to do to, to succeed and stuff, like in the moments, you know? So, yeah, I love caddying. Yeah, if I fail, I just I'm gonna be Paige's caddy from now right? on. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a second chance. Yeah. It like, is. All right, yeah. damn. You know, I got I got ninth or whatever, and you know, you might depending on the tournament, you might be stoked with that or disappointed with it or whatever. But you've got a chance with you know carrying Paige's bag or yeah. whatever it might be, and yeah, to to help or witness whatever. Just yeah. be inside that energy, though. Yeah, it's great, man. The event energy. Oh, it's great, say. dude. The build up for the tense moments, like for the big tournaments, it's right. awesome, dude. Yeah. That's what we all play for is to be in it in the last mm-hmm. handful of holes, whether it's mm-hmm. a $5 weekly yeah. or an NT or Worlds. Dude, being know? in the game is the best feeling. Yeah, if you're in the sure. game, it's the best. It's a totally different place to be mm-hmm. if you're actually in there and it, you know, your lead card and every shot, every moment matters. Being in the game is the best part. I feel like the worst part is being on the lead card, but being like 10 strokes back. Yeah, well, at least you're, you're like, able oh, to watch it and you're, you're not in the game at all. It's yeah. house happened, money, yeah. though. That happened in Oakland City Championships when I was on Central Coast, and it was Bitney kicking all of our asses. And it was like it was me, Mike Sale, I don't remember who. Nice. A few of us. Nice. It's just we're all 10 strokes back. Yeah. Watching Lewis shred. That's funny. When it's on the final nine. And it's, oh, yeah. it's just Lewis's... It's the showcase. Lewis's yeah. show, Lou yeah. Dog showcase. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Nice. But. Yeah, I wonder, where is he at? What's he doing? He's been in and out. I know at the beginning of the tour last year, he had something going on. I don't remember what. We were in the DGA factory, and he's obviously been repping them for a little bit, and they were talking about dropping their three tour discs with the Shasta Hurricane. Mm-hmm. the map bell squall cool. and they wanted it to be the Lou dog pipeline and whatever it was he made the decision that he wasn't gonna tour as much in 2019 yeah. we've seen him a little bit more we saw him at nti at yeah, the beginning of november and kicking it with him he seems happy everything's he's good playing well it's playing great yeah, yeah. and talk to him a little mm-hmm. bit about it and he's like i'm good man i'm good like thank you for asking because legitimately care Lou dog's awesome yeah you know yeah. want to make sure he's good as a as a human and also love watching the game yeah so hopefully he's out there more and more yeah hopefully so he smashes yeah dude it's crazy that, that putt such an interesting putt putt's wild it is up, yeah. wobble just yep. the way that he projects it too he's like like yeah, yeah, he's a little. Yeah, it's a little bit of a. <laughs> and then he's wearing like Supras, yeah. jeans, that big yeah. old floppy hat. Yeah. Yep, you can spot him. Yeah. Yeah, if, if you, you know can. Lou, you know Lou. It's that's him. Goldilocks wearing jeans. It's like the bigger mm-hmm. version of Corey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the same kind. Yeah, of those hair. comparisons are funny, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool to see Corey out there doing his thing too. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, there's, there's more and more, um, little. Uh, opportunities like that opening up, you know, yeah. you know, five years ago, uh, the PDGA wouldn't have paid for someone like Corey to do that. And True. Now they are, you know, so it's, uh, it's cool. It's uh, supporting more and more people. I mean, I've been traveling with uh, Alyssa Van Land in the mm-hmm. past four years and um, she is, uh, m- she could make a lifelong career out of just disc golf photography. Yep. You awesome. know, she awesome. could, she, so good. She's she's the world's best disc golf photographer yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah, it's not close. 
Yeah, yeah, she's she's legit, dude. And hopefully, we get to keep her around. Um, I I don't I don't know like if she's she doesn't want to be on the disc golf tour her whole life. Yeah, you know? and that's but okay. It's you know, okay. Not it everyone wants to live on the disc golf yep. tour. <laughs> yeah, some people do, but yeah, she wants to do more creative stuff, wedding photography and stuff like that. Sure. So, but um, yeah. To to my point, it's just like it's supporting so many different levels of people. I mean, from the from the disc uh, the disc dealers, mm-hmm. you know, like so many different disc companies. When it used to just be, you know, a couple brick and mortars and and then and, and, and just the yeah, and just mm-hmm. the yeah. the manufacturer shipping them out. And so it's just it's just the bubble is just getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. The the market is constantly growing and it's it's yeah. awesome to see. You know, it's something that that you've been able to do well with. Like you were saying, walking back in after we we're checking out your rig is that you're moving more plastic than just about anybody else. Yeah. And it there's those opportunities presented if you want to if you want to grind and hustle and take the initiative and and do it. And you've done great stuff with, you know, Thought Space and then your Night Strike 2s and Night Strikes and then just kind of being willing to hustle and put yourself out there and get it done. Yeah. People love buying diff. Fact. And and I I've never I've never really felt bad selling a disc to someone for no. 15 or 20 bucks. You nope. know, I'm not mm-hmm. like, Oh, do you have the money for the, like, it's not, I'm not like selling someone a car and going, Oh man, like I know Should that guy didn't need payments. a $35,000 car, yeah, you know, like, uh, people are stoked, you know, and especially, especially the, the inner, the one-on-one interaction with the pro when they buy the disc from them. Like when I see someone buy a disc from Rick, they're stoked, you know, and they're like, dude, yeah. I got this from Ricky. Yeah. Can like, you sign it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, if, even if they just buy a D line P2 from me with a custom stamp, they're like, oh, I got it from Nate, you yep. know, and it was a yeah. cool thing. So like, it's just all around good feelings. Like it's, it's crazy. I've, I couldn't have a better job. It's got to be a little surreal. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. People hand me their money and thank me. Yeah. They mm-hmm. hand me, I sell them the disc is $20. I tell them the disc is $15. They hand me 20 and they go, dude, keep the change. Like, keep doing what you're doing. Yep. And I'm like, I want to cry. I'm like, dude, right. this is amazing. Incredible. Right. That's awesome. It's, it's awesome to see people love to see other people succeed. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. People thank me for doing what I'm doing. I'm like, you're yeah. thanking me. I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm literally living in paradise. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't, you don't need to thank me for like, <laughs> for living in a van by the river. I'm like stoked about it. You know, they're like, but people love to see what's possible and seeing that people can live out a disc golf in that kind of way is a beautiful thing. And then just kind of vicariously, yeah, I bought a disc golf mm-hmm. at Nate, so I'm, I'm vicariously living through him nice. supporting him in a way yeah yeah and see the joy in that for sure yeah. yeah yeah and you're and you're reciprocally thankful for right. all of them yeah because it's because of that market that there are so many more golfers able to thrive and sustain with this model and being able to sell you know a ton of plastic mm-hmm. yeah and have that be a decent chunk of what's supporting through the tour and they're they're stoked to buy those discs from me, like you're saying. They're and stoked. It's, it's helpful for for you. It's yeah, great. The world's going around. It's awesome. Absolutely. It's a beautiful life. Yeah, dude. It just <laughs> keeps keeps getting better too. Yeah. You know, as we get older and and we 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 take in new information, so much new information. You know, and I have 
just experiences like this and I get all y'all's different perspectives on the same stuff I'm always talking about. I'm like refreshed and energized and I'm like each passing year, it's like it just keeps getting better. The more and more you learn about the world and all the people in it, the more you can really understand that like it's just it's just awesome. Like the world is really anyone's oyster. Like we can really, you can really, like the American dream is, is, is a real thing. It's a real thing. And, and you can do whatever you want to do, whatever it be. If you surround yourself with the right people, if you believe in yourself, like you can just do it. It's like fucking work for it. Yeah. If you grind, you can do anything. Yeah. 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 I mean, with the with the with the time period that we live in, with the with the um, instantaneous uh, transmission of information yep. and unlimited resources, like mm-hmm. it's 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 almost too easy, it you is. know. YouTube, I built that yep. van because of YouTube. Yeah, I didn't even know how to use a jigsaw or mm. a nail gun, even yeah. you know. And I was like, YouTube, how do you use a jigsaw? YouTube, what do you cut metal with? You know. You know, how do you cut a hole in your roof? <laughs> YouTube you know? University. Yeah. Dude, and part of what's paying for that van is YouTube and all yeah. the Jomez coverage. Yeah, and totally. And your commentary and just helping that have the, you know, the whole disc golf world jump an extra level because everybody's watching it on YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you, Jomez is everything. Have you thought about doing a podcast yet on your own? Yeah, definitely. So I just I just got the mics and stuff to do like the um the commentary the remote, remote commentary and man, I honestly since I started watching Joe Rogan, I'm like, dude, I want to do a podcast like dude, for sure. Start it on Anchor. It it's is a so lot of fun. easy. Yeah. Anchor. Yeah, homeboy can help you. It's so easy to Anchor. start it on Anchor. Nice. All you got to do is have a pro You don't even have, actually on Anchor, you don't even have a program cuz you could just press record on Anchor. Sweet. From an app on your phone if you want. Perfect. Yeah, like anchors. Yeah. It's the easiest way to go. It's not necessarily the best long term, because okay. you you have to switch everything over at some point because it's bandwidth. But you issues. can upload okay. to all the major platforms. Upload all the major platforms for free off Anchor just to start. Just nice. to get yourself going. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a mystery what 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 keeps you from doing the things that you're like, oh, I want to do this, and Time. you're like, wait, two, three Time. years and later, it's a you're like, oh, I haven't. Done. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the it's the fear. It's like, oh my god, yeah. I'm putting myself out there. Yep. I'm yeah. talking, but. I love the, the the podcast stuff, and um, I mean, I I watch a lot of different listen and watch a lot of different podcasts, and it's just it's inspiring, you yeah. know. It's 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 a great way to 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 hear things, you know, yeah. to hear new ideas and to exchange ideas and stuff. And long form conversation. We've been going what two and a half hours, two fifteen. Yeah. Nice, and we're chilling. Yeah, yeah. I um. Uh, so there's this guy Chris Ryan that went on the Joe Rogan podcast. Name sounds familiar. It does. It's a very common sounding name, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is a common, <laughs> very common name. But he wrote a couple books. He wrote this one book, Sex at Dawn. Oh, I watched that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's awesome. But he, yeah, he's got this crazy story. Like went down to South America and like got bit by this scorpion. And like mm-hmm. you heard of that yeah, one? I yeah, heard that story. That, I watched that one. But I, I, I messaged him and uh, and he replied back to me. Nice. He's That's got sick. like multi million followers as well. Yeah. And um. Yeah, he replied back to me and everything, and he's like, "Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe for pass cross because he's living in a van. Oh, nice, right oh, yeah. now, and he's talking about the van, and he's like, he's like, Joe, it's not nothing. It can't get any better. He's like, you know, I, I do remember that. I, one. He's like, oh, I'm yeah. driving. He's like, I'm driving. He's like, you know what? I don't want to drive anymore. I think I'm gonna park and 
crack open a beer and and watch some netflix and i'm yeah. like dude that's literally my life right now yeah. i'm like okay i think i'm done driving for the day i'm just gonna park right here and uh yeah we'll just call it a day and like get cozy and <laughs> that's freedom right there yeah yeah i mean um i don't have my ps4 with me right now because uh, it's too distracting but for for a minute i was like playing red dead in the van you know i was like yep. had the projector up on my wood walls like playing the ps4 <laughs> and i'm like man i could be anywhere right now yeah. and i'm like I'm killing it. That is a great game, though. Yeah. Red Dead 2. <laughs> yeah. The storyline is so good. Yeah. It's a good game. It's a I great way to get rid of that. that. That is a distraction. Yeah, you know. I've I, been off of video games for a while, and that is the one thing that brought me back. My little brother had a had a console, and I was like, ah, fine. I'll, I'll pick that up. Nice. And I spent hours on that. Yeah. It is definitely something I had to cut myself off from, yeah. too. Yeah. Same. There's a minute where you just you go on that grind and, like, I can't play video games right now. It's so much fun. Yeah. yeah. It's good to get back into, and it's easy to get back into. Yes. It's sort of yeah. like disc golf for people that, it's always there. you know, focus on work. If their work isn't disc golf, sorry, sucks to be you. Like, you know, but, <laughs> you know, it's, it's easy to phase in and out of disc golf or these different things that you love, and, you know, it's fun. But yeah. I definitely had to cut off from video games. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It's... It's too much, too much. It's a whole world. It's a good world. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a good world. I mean, people people harp on people that just play video games, but I mean, it's the same kind of deal. You get the it's right. like that camaraderie, like that's yeah. just that it's you a community. Yep, you have friends. Like th- mm-hmm. they're real friends. The friends mm-hmm. I made online, like I, I ended up meeting them in, per- in person, and they're homies, and we're all friends, and we're just. It's real. Yeah. It's not, it's not. It might be virtual or whatever, but it's it is real. There is so much money relation. to be made, dude, on video games. Yep, esports now is so, insane. Esports, awesome. not even just esports, but yes. like just Twitcher. Yep, or tw- not Twitch. streamers. Twitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. I was thinking something else. So many millionaires. Yeah. yeah, you know we've got we've got one millionaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. At it, least just the one. I think it's isn't. No, we've got no, one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was right? thinking esports. We've oh, just, e-sports we we have one millionaire. They've got yeah, and they've got hundreds and. In a is, quicker it, time is he frame. a millionaire or Paul is, Macbeth? Is his yeah. contract worth a million dollars? Over Paul Macbeth is a millionaire. His assets, yeah. is he a millionaire? Yeah. Paul Macbeth is a millionaire. Paul, Paul 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 made close to two million dollars this year. Okay, I, I was going to say I yeah. think no he, did it, didn't he hit that mark a I few years it. ago where he was like worth a million or something like that. I probably I, I heard something. I, like I that. probably I mean uh, I two mean two years ago. You know, there's so many rumors passed around and everything like that. But yeah, he made a lot of money. Oh, he made a lot of money this year for sure. Yeah, he dropped four molds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, plus all the Undertaker and the Force and the Zone and the buzz that he had. Good on him. Yeah, it's awesome. Soaked. Hell yeah, Yeah. dude! It helps everybody. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, the number I heard was like hundred thousand, hundred thousand Zeus's. Yeah, you wouldn't Hmm. be surprised. Yeah, but was that including? First runs and protos. See, yeah, I was to thinking, a total. A total. So I was talking just protos with that sixty k. I think it was just protos, and I think it did taper down off of that. But I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, if I mean, that, I don't. That's not. I don't. I would tell you legit if I knew the source and everything. But like, that's just a number I've heard thrown out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know a hundred percent, but I believe it. Yeah, I'd yeah. say higher. I was gonna say and probably plus or minus that's four per or dude, something. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's crazy. That's a chunk, and that's yeah. one mold. Yeah, yeah. Now Luna's dope. Yeah, people it, love the maybe eight dollars well. per. That's what I heard too. Eight yeah, per. I think eight dollars per. And then I heard someone else say, "No, that's crazy. It's only four. But I, I wonder if that I eight, think dollars it's eight dollars per it's, is if it's direct through Discraft, and if they have a different, if like they buy it from OTB. Right. Yeah. The wholesale thing's got to be interesting because you only paid like 
what you what are you paying twelve bucks for the wholesale? Roughly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's um, yeah. So it's got to be interesting. How are they? Or is it? That's only what I heard Macbeth though. Ones? Is it the the Buzz Undertaker? And there's other ones four, and then the Macbeth, Malta, Luna. But still, I think it has to be a little different wholesale versus direct. Probably. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be different. Yeah. Still, it's it's awesome to hear that you know he's doing well. It it shines a light, and it's dude. A lot of it is his mindset. You can see in all all these different things that are coming out, either at the close of the decade, or any of that, are just the the kind of the interviews that he's answered and that he recognizes his place in the sport and what he's trying to do and blaze a path for the future of the sport and the players that are to follow. Yeah. I've seen him a yeah, number a of times, and I think more than half the time he's on the phone probably talking business from what the, it sounded like. Yeah, so no, he's back. he's on, he's he's on, on the, the hustle phone. for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yep. Yeah. yeah, That's got to be a lot of fun. Yeah. That's yeah. stressful. Yeah, that's good yeah. problems that's what you have. Like, yeah. yeah, such good problems. And I mean, have. the expectations, you know, um, the expectation expectations are an absolute killer, dude. Yeah, they're killer. Mm-hmm. I mean, even for for a mediocre or for a mid level player like me, mm-hmm. uh, the expectations can just be damaging. You know? Yeah, I remember when I was first going out there, and there were no expectations. It was just it was more freeing. You know, people weren't going what's Nate Perkins going to shoot? But now, you know, an event like this beat here, I'm going to play. They're like, oh, he's going to kill it. He's just going to birdie every hole. He's going to win by five and like all this stuff. Expectations like, and then you, you get yourself all hyped up and you're like, oh, wait, no, I'm failing. Like all this, mm-hmm. I was supposed to be here and I'm here. And it just, it really takes, puts so much more pressure on you, yeah, you know? I'll and I'm that. sure that that played a role in the, in the, in the U S you know, in, sure. the, in the, in the major, he, yeah. At least he had Expe- shredded pretty much the whole year. Like, look at the expectations after he signed his contract. Yeah. And it's starting a little slow or whatever with Vegas and Memorial, and then just right back where he left off. Dude, won six Pro Tour events, won two majors. Nasty. Dude. Yeah. It's legit. He's legit. Paul's the man. Yeah, and I'm 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 happy to you know, I'm happy to say that he's you know, he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's approachable and uh he respects the game. He respects yeah. he respects the players, you know. Um, he's a normal dude. Big mm-hmm. time. Because yeah. we can get some of that vibe from round coverage, but you certainly have a different insight seeing him, what, 30 times throughout the year. So that's cool. Yeah. I mean, no no one doesn't like to play with Paul. There's no one that's like, oh, I don't want to play with Paul. He's a dick. You know? yeah. Some people are like, oh, Ricky, I don't want to play with Ricky because he's Rick, Ricky's doing Ricky things and he doesn't doesn't tell you a nice shot you know i mean but to detract that ricky has started to open up a little bit more and say nice shot and give you the five and everything but sure. ricky's mm-hmm. doing ricky yeah. you know and that's <clears throat> that's actually opening up a little bit something bigger about disc golf is is how intimate it is mm-hmm. you know with the four we have four people and you're you're like obligated to talk to people right. you know like have you ever played around where you didn't talk to anybody that's why i don't like people that wear weird. headphones when they play yeah, yeah. it's a trip yeah. it's a yeah. trip man the headphone the, the headphone, headphone thing is interesting i feel like you know? it should be against the rules yeah mm-hmm. and there, there's there's two sides of there's two sides of the argument too because the golf you know you got twosomes and mm-hmm. they don't talk to each other yeah they're they're talking they to their got caddies. Their caddy. yeah. yeah it's actually illegal to ask them what you threw or what what club you used? If you mm-hmm. if you That's ask if you ask your, your them what club you use, you're disqualified from the whole tournament. Dude, wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah, did not know. Yeah, 
you're disqualified. It's it's completely against the rules to talk. I mean, that's what you and your caddy are supposed to be doing to prepare for the tournament. They all have caddies, though. Yeah, they all have caddies. And so, but the disc golf thing is, it's so interesting because, um, you know, there's some players out there that people don't like to play with. You sure. know, I won't name anybody, but there's some players that you get that player and you're like, no, you know, oh, it's really going to affect you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you get into a little rules argument and yep. mm-hmm. you are the officials. And so you have to engage with this player. That's and, a whole other uh, demon. It, yeah. It's, yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. And we're going to evolve from that eventually. And we're yeah. going to move to a Cats. place where caddies and officials officials on each hole hole. officials on each hole at least one at least one official so that we i don't have to go oh hey um yeah you went ob way back there i'm competing against you but yeah you're ob back there yeah you know you're not ob up here by the basket you're ob back there yeah who are your judges oh your competitors and that's it yeah Yeah, and that's it yeah and and makes things feel weird it does exactly blow up dude at sfo 100 I called a dude on a foot fault, obvious foot fault, stepped on as many as many went flying in the air. And I was like, foot fault. And he looks at me like, what? Oh, bro, you're out to get me. Yeah. And like, like mm-hmm. wouldn't talk was changes the dude. whole round. And then you're like, oh man, I'm feeling bad. Resting yeah. around. You're like, uh, dude, I mean, I called Barry Schultz. We called me and Vino called Barry Schultz on a foot fault at the worlds this year. And it made it tense for the rest nine, nine more holes of round four of the world championships. I have to deal with, tense pressure and it's not necessarily on barry Mm -hmm. it's just there Mm -hmm. it's not like he was like oh nate you're a dick you know but i was we were feeling bad but we have to call it you know so yeah it's weird i mean i've called nico lacastro and he's turned around and fired back at me you know and he's like you know and he's like screw you nate i'm like dude i'm not calling you i'm just calling what i saw like it's not a personal thing but it's it becomes personal and it affects you so Mm -hmm. a lot of players don't they choose not to call it yeah, because right. they don't want to deal with it. And you know what? I don't blame them sure. at all. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's just sad that that's what it you know has come to. Yeah. And that's what it is. That's what it is right now. But mm-hmm. it'll change. There's yeah. just too much. I mean, it's going to change. The yeah. awareness of that is too high for it not to change. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the resources are there and you can pay people to be a, a judiciary type thing. Like, I think we had this conversation before. Yeah. It needs to be like a third party set of people who are trained on that, who go, you know, say there's 40 people who go play or not play, but who go judge a tournament, so to say, Dude, where refs. Yeah. It's, it's such a tough staffing thing for where we are right now. Yeah. It's even tough to say, all right, every pro tour event to have like 40 right. local volunteers right. or well, even paid SFO, players. Right now it has to, to be with volunteers. When last year at SFO, they didn't have enough players to do every card for UDISC. Mm-hmm. So they were asking, like, hey, do you want to do the UDISC while you're playing? Yeah. And I'm like, no. No, no. Well, that was... The, Hell no. I mean, on the pro That was tour, happening that was all year long. Yep. Yeah, yeah that was, was happening all year long. And we can't even do that yet. So yeah. the Marshall thing is going to be a, a ways yeah. off. It's It yeah. might be a couple it years is. out, but it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen for sure. Yeah. It comes down to resources. As soon as someone can throw money at it, which Who's the first person to, like, pay to have a the same caddy all year to like it's the same um, caddy you know i know i, I know, know eric oakley had the same caddy that actually like traveled out to a couple of events and he was like wearing the caddy suit and everything nice. um but caddy no one's really yeah i mean cuz paul ha- has had had john on his bag a lot plenty supreme flight john oh Hawkins. yeah yeah yep i think less in the past couple years but i think quite a few of like the majors 
Yeah, I'd be curious to see, you know, um, I just made that post the other day and I was like, you know, I got a couple caddy titles, but like, I'm proud of the caddy titles, you know, I'm proud because like, obviously it's not you, it's not the caddy and everything, but But to be a part of those moments where Paige is like, Nate, you know, what do you think I should do here? And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, you throw your verdict, you hammer your verdict right here and you know, you put it close and then whenever that works, whenever that guy, (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Crash is here for hey, everyone. What's up, man? Hi, Nate. Hi, Nate. Crash is a little drunk. Hey, buddy. Crash drinks. Never. He never Here's drinks. the wild card. It's a good hey, thing we got a got solid two and a half hours at this really point. Nice you got out there. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. I love my van. Yeah, I just, I just actually speaking of the van, I. Um, I had a major issue with the van. It's a diesel van. It's a, um, um, you guys know much about diesels? Nope. Yeah. So it's got a, what's called a def system where you have to put this like. Sounds wonderful. Yeah. It's diesel particulate filter. It like takes the exhaust and recycles it back through. And def is just basically ammonium. Like it's like. Urea and stuff. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like just piss. And you put it in there, and it, re- it helps recycle the exhaust, right? Well, that whole system failed, Ooh. and um, I it it put my van in what's called limp home mode. Wow, limp! It's a real <laughs> thing. It's a real thing. Limp home mode is a real thing, and um, it happens with all the big diesels too. And what it does is just basically it's a rev limiter, and it keeps you from uh, from driving at normal speeds and so interesting like i'd i'd fire up my van it'd fire up great and i'd be going to get on the highway and then it just like it'd be driving fine and then just wouldn't get up to speed and i'm like sounds like on, a problem 50 year olds would have yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah just not getting it's just like i'm limp there i'm there I'm, I'm not up to speed limping home no the limp home it's it's not good and so uh, it was like a tragic problem i took yeah. it to the dealer and they're like yeah seven grand Jeez. Like, wow. What? Like they're like, oh yeah, we gotta do the wiring harness. My cars suck so bad for that. Dude, it's it's not cool at all. And um did a little, you know, a bunch of research, obviously, because yeah. I'm like, oh, that's not gonna happen. I'm no. not gonna pay the dealership seven grand. Yep. And I'm like, there's gotta be another way to do it. And dude, it turns out that it's it's really like this kind of big setup. Like the government made this emissions deal, and they the people that made the deal also produce the parts mm. and all the wow. pieces and stuff and so when mercedes says seven grand mercedes is taking a few grand then the, the people that made that the deal with the eba and everything are getting a cut from it too mm-hmm. and they it's just basically a scam it's the, a the great business system. to be yeah right it's just yeah. like we make a law that you have to have this and mm-hmm. then like when it fails we get the money from it and stuff so i'm like man i'm just not really going to be a victim of that system and we deleted the whole system i sent my my van's ecu to canada to get new software and <laughs> now it doesn't have a def system anymore and it runs better than ever and awesome. you know the emissions are a little worse but like i had to make that call and say and 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 look into it and go is this is this legit am i am i damaging the environment by like and it's like negligible it's and like if i recycle a can once in the year it makes up you know it's like it's the emissions is like not even detectable compared to what they were before, but I don't have to pay seven grand again. And especially anyway. because in I'm sure three to five years, you'll have a different van possibly. Like yeah. If, if things yeah. go to plan. And he lives in you'll, Texas, you'll not California. Yeah. yeah, true. In California, <laughs> true. you wouldn't pass smog. And speaking of that, dude, I'm keeping <laughs> nope. I'm keeping my Florida 
residence, but my dad lives there. I'm going to keep that so I can register it in Florida. I don't have yeah. to run smog. I pay $45 don't to register my car. That. No, we'll edit all of this. We'll edit all of that out. I'll kidding. tell them all nice. they want. Yeah. Yeah, no, I keep wondering if they're paying it. I mean, if they were listening to me, they would definitely crack on, crack down on me for sure. But no, I, I no. dude, I sent, I got a whole new pipe, a whole new exhaust pipe, and me and my uncle took the exhaust out of the diesel, which is a crazy big job, you know, to get the exhaust all the way up in there. Um, yeah, it was it was a long job, and my the ECU got stuck in customs in <laughs> Canada, so I was like, my van wasn't running for like two weeks because it didn't have a computer in it, and mm-hmm. it was this whole 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 thing, and. Now it's running better than ever. So awesome. Yeah. And it was like a $2,000 fix versus like 7,000. So that's such a difference. Yeah. It's a huge difference. Yeah. It was huge. I put a new sound system in it too, though. It's sounding sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, important. A little sub, a little if that's going to be your home, that's important. Oh, it sounds so good. I couldn't yeah. believe I went so long without <laughs> legit tunes in there. Yeah. I bet. Do you have really solar helped. on there at all? Yeah, I've got solar. Yeah, I've got 300 watts of solar, and then I wired my auxiliary batteries up uh, via a smart switch, like an isolator switch, mm-hmm. where it charges it with the alternator while it's driving. So cool. it's it's been pretty sustainable. You know, I can I can be off the grid for for a couple weeks. But, you know, it's it's I could be if there's sunlight, I could I could really be anywhere and have power, plenty of power, and nice. sick. yeah. If it gets low, you can just like start it up, run it, and the batteries are charged in a few minutes. So, yeah, it's a good, good, good setup. It's badass. Good place to live. Yeah, you learn a lot about what to get when you invested in that first big vehicle. Did I learn? Did what was the question again? Did you learn a lot? Like, were you able to gather some good intel from from other golfers on what exactly you were looking for for your setup? Yeah. So the the um. The inspiration for for the van really came from this like van life movement, mm-hmm. and Alyssa was like, um, you know, we, we twenty sixteen, uh, she, she she moved into my Prius, September twenty sixteen. I convinced the, I convinced the girl to move into a Prius with me, and we were like <laughs> yeah. camping out in the back of the Prius. You know, awesome. twenty seventeen, we got a ninety nine Ford van, like in the Conaline van, and and put a bed in there and stuff. And so we we already were kind of like, man, the van life is nice, you know? Like we had mm-hmm. a bed, a refrigerator, solar and all that. And we were like, we're going to commit to this. And so um, she she basically, uh, she printed out a um, Instagram and Pinterest, uh, someone's van. She printed out, she was like, I, I want you to, I want this van. Yeah. She's like, I want you to build this. And then she left the country. And she's like, good luck. You know, she like went on a little trip and she's like, good luck. And, you know, and I had like 40 days to, to build this van before, before the tour really started. And she's like, well, I'm not really going to go on the tour if we're not like living comfy. And I yeah. totally get that. And so yeah, I was yeah, like, fair. I was like, I had, I literally had like 40 days. Dude, what man. was your budget? And the budget, um, man, we, we just put every dollar we had into it. I didn't really have a budget. We, we the van, you know, we, 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 we put all the money that we have. We put like ten thousand dollars down, and we financed it. We we got like a three hundred dollar a month payment on it. Mm-hmm. The van was like twenty five thousand, um, and it was pretty new. It, it had some miles on it, but it was it was it was almost brand new. And and then it probably was like three or four thousand dollars in uh, in ev- total everything. That's not now too that bad. it's now that it's complete. Yeah. Yeah. You know, insulation, mm-hmm. all the solar, all the wiring, the batteries, and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, it's got like a kitchen sink in it and a countertop, and yeah, 
Yeah. So the but the van life uh, movement. I don't know if you guys know too much about that, but it's like this mm-hmm. like viral trending kind yep, of yeah. like culture, you know, of people that they follow van lifers. There's like van life YouTubers and stuff. And mm-hmm. I followed a guy. Actually, I watched this whole YouTube series for a while. And he drove. He flew down to like Chile, and bought a Volkswagen van, and then drove it to Alaska. Sweet. That's yeah, a that's trip. So that awesome. sounds yeah. great, dude. And he so had to awesome. like go through like drive through the Amazon and then like mm-hmm. amazing send it on a ship and like pick it up at a different place. Dude. He like met a girlfriend and like took a girlfriend like through like I don't know Mexico and shit. It was crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 It's it's, it's a whole world. Yeah. There's there's millionaire millionaire van lifers mm-hmm. from YouTube, from their YouTube mm-hmm. channels. They have millions of subscribers and they built a van and they just live in it. And that's and all they, they take do. Awesome pictures. Yeah. They take awesome pictures <laughs> with their yeah. van doors open and yep. and you know, I've uh Alyssa is always trying to get me to do do that and you go should. full in and post about it. And I I really should, mm-hmm. but it it's that it's trying to find that balance of uh, you know, do I want do I want that? Do you do want I your want life that? on blast? Do I want that? Do I yeah. want to try and always like put that out there and stuff and mm-hmm. everyone to know always what I'm doing, everyone to know how awesome my life is all the time? Like it's just like that balance of like enjoying the experience for what it is for yourself. Yeah. And or, you know, maybe part of the way enjoying the experience and then also working to share the experience with other and people like trying filming to, trying to stay humble on it too like yeah i can tell like that it's that's tough important to you no it's it's tough i mean yeah. i you, you i don't i'm not trying to shove it in everyone's face right. i've got right, it better right. than anybody right. else you but know you what have I mean? to also be aware of it yeah yeah and, and, and some people some people are that. like dude this life is so awesome and everyone just latches onto that yeah but yeah the uh the van life culture is, is 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 pretty awesome it's a really good community it's it's something similar to disc off actually sure. where it's like a group of people that meet up and it's like it's kind of like a mobile commune mm-hmm. and we kind of almost have that actually you know we've got a crew of vans that we we travel with i mean yeah james james and i toured together I mean, we've been touring together the past three years, uh, pretty close. And, uh, you know, when, when I got my van, uh, 2018, he saw how comfortable it was and he's like, dude, you're living right, man. And when his, when his forerunner, um, went down, uh, he, he called me and, and, uh, cause we were traveling to the same place. We were traveling down to Jacksonville for the pro tour finale and, I went and swooped him up, and he bought a bought a van on the spot. Yeah, he went straight to the sick. we we drove. I drove him to the dealer, and he bought a transit van on the spot, and then converted it that winter. And now he's living in luxury, dude. Yep, yep. His van is so sweet, and he's just he's killing it. Mm-hmm. It's cool seeing all those vans when you pull up to a tournament. Like yeah, it is. And they're all yeah. in the parking lot. That's yeah, all wrapped. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it's it's a cool deal. It's nice. It's a nice billboard for like your sponsor too. You know, it's got your name on it, but I'm sure Discmania had had something to put into to to wrap in that. Yeah, I mean, I I sold the space to them Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah, I I was one of the one of the first players to 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 really um, to to do that. You know, Mm -hmm. one of the first players to, to go. Hey, this this. I, I'm not trying to to just get money out of the company. I'm saying this is a beautiful billboard, and yep. and we're gonna make it unique and individual. It's gonna be kind of like our my style or something, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of like not just 
your logo. Yeah. But like, you know, the purple mountains, yep. the snowy mountain and, and the woods, it's like it's a unique thing. And then their logo is just, you know, it's in the stars. And Crash is going to say purple. Purple. No. Purple. Mountains. Nailed it. We love That's purple That's going down the road down there. Purple Mountains. That's what we saw coming. I go, hey, Nate's still here. Yeah, still Nate here. Yeah, what time here. is it? Nate, Nate ain't leaving. It's Wait. almost time to go. Yeah, let us know when you need to go. What do you got to do? Um, man, I got, I got to be back in uh, Oakland, and I'm teeing off Oakland at 7, tomorrow, right? 7.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah. you're fine. You yeah. Got a few more hours. <laughs> yeah, I, just need, I just need seven hours of sleep because I'm going to wake up at 5, so I'm trying to get to bed by like 10. Where are you like, sleeping? Uh, in the purple van. Right there, right there. <laughs> in Oakland. Get, if get I slept, if I slept here, it'd be really tough to make my tea time. Oh yeah. no, you wouldn't. Yeah, you know, you wouldn't make your tea time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would not make your tea time. So uh, no, I would. I'm gonna sleep on the course basically, so I can't miss the tea time. That's a good call. Yeah, somebody knock loud good. if I'm it's getting close. <laughs> yeah, right. Just Camping. park next to hole one. Camping right. on the course is always the best. Oh, dude! Like so Beaver State, Belly. Beaver State, dude! It's it's unbelievable, man. We just park right by the river and like right by one of the holes, and yeah, yeah. Beaver, that place I, is amazing. It's yes. the coolest disc golf place I've ever. Some of the too. best camping yeah. I had was at uh, the MVP Open at Maple Hill, back yes. behind hole seventeen. 17. Oh, dude, it was so perfect. sick. I love that place. Yeah. That's yeah. Paige's all-time favorite place yeah. to go. Over by yeah. Steve's old house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve's, I don't know yeah. if he's still there. We're not going to hear that, you that crash. The house where Steve, Steve's house? Yeah. We're gonna get, I camped in the uh, trees over there with a the hammock. It was Suit. awesome. That's awesome, man. That's some premium stuff over there. Yeah. Yeah. Some spots to see on tour. A lot yeah. of bucket list. That, dude, if you if you do the trip, you got to do Green Mountain and uh, MVP. Yeah. Because yeah. they're back-to-back weeks and... Yeah, that's 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 yeah. pretty yeah. much Those as good three, as it gets. Three courses in my top four or five. Yeah, almost man. easily. Yeah, just it's, yeah, and and part of it is, I mean, the courses are great, but just the surrounding area is just gorgeous. The notch, yep. Smuggler's Notch, is just so stupidly pretty. It really is. It really is. Yep, we're we're it's as as good as it gets. I think for yeah. for an area and for disc golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to imagine you're pretty damn stoked for 2020. Dude, it's it it seems like it's just getting bigger and bigger and everything is like getting more yeah, it's just things are going off, man. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty awesome. Look the fuck out for perks this year. <laughs> it's already better because you Yeah, I'm definitely I can tell you right now I'm not going to be 279th in putting. That's for sure. Um, that's like I'm pretty sure that's like pretty close to like what I actually finished in the pro tour. My circle 1 was so bad, dude, and and um you know, I, oh man, I'm just like burning with disappointment from some of the events I had, dude. Like Beaver State, man, I had third place locked up, dude. You watch yeah. the coverage. I was on the chase card. I watched. I don't remember now, dude. I was on the chase card. I was seven down through eleven, and I was like, I was oh, cruising, I dude. Yeah. I was cruising. I, 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 I just, I was playing what I, I was playing my game, dude. And I, I didn't do anything crazy. Uh, I made some good putts, but I was just playing my game. I was seven down through eleven on the final round, like I had third place by a few strokes, even, and mm-hmm. and and just absolutely blew it dude like doubled and then took a triple on 17 like with a three putt like just you know and i I finished in 14th place Mm. i got 14th who gives a shit who got 14th dude and i'm like i could have cruised in and like i was i was beating james by several several strokes like it it was it was my day it was not james's day james got fourth you know and like that's memorable and legit you know and he got like 1500 bucks i got like 300 bucks you know yeah. and i'm like dude the difference is like 
I'm like, and I a fancy meal or not. And really, sure. that was my year all year. I didn't have it finished. I was like, yes. Every time I was like, dude, I'm going, I'm going. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're missing the putt and you're you're in 15th. Mm-hmm. You're in 30th. So I'm like more fueled and motivated mm-hmm. than I have been in the past. Love I like sure. the idea of like switching something major with your putting. I'm kind of on that same precipice where this year I'm like, I got to change. I've been 999-ish for the last Oh, nice, years. Dude. But oh, for really? 10 for ten years, years? It kills me. Yeah, so I'm like, I have to the plateaus, dude. Big. Yeah, you got to you got to go through that plateau. Yeah, and so I, I'm trying to switch something up this year. Yeah, me. but film it. See. There yeah. you go. Film I the putt. It. Just film the putt, dude. Film the putt and go. Hey, what am I doing wrong? I, you know, I'm like, hey guys, I need some help here. I'm missing yeah. right every time. <laughs> and they're like, yo, dude, yeah, you just need to like switch up your uh, stance a little bit. And I'm like, man, you kidding me right now? Like. Could have moved my left foot a foot over to the not missed right. Oh, right. Just, yeah, yeah. You have to read through all the I'm, misinformation that sure, you get true, constant true. adjustments. I'm a, I'm a huge believer in body adjustments, though. Yeah. Minor body adjustments to affect. Small. Yeah, exactly. To affect, like, just, like, what's your consistent miss? Okay. Make that light body adjustment. And keep your swings. Work from there and don't change much. Don't change too much. No, it, it's. When I say I'm changing my putt, you, you might not even be able to tell yeah, the difference. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I hear you. It could you just be an internal thing. I was interested I'm like, earlier. Oh, I changed my putt, and you're like, no. This it looks the same. more than anybody. You mentioned yeah. you were changing your routine. Is it like your pre-routine or your actual release? Well, is it your yeah, it, the routine is more about like what my mental process is. I got you. So yeah. like I'm, 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 I walk up to my lie now. I'm looking at the basket, and I'm, I'm. I'm gauging what the putt is, you know. I look at the putt and I go, okay, this, you know, 30 foot or whatever. This is this is my putt, whether it's downhill, uphill, you know. I'm looking at the putt and then I look back at the ground, and I feel all those feelings, I hear those you. shitty feelings, and I'm like, I'm I'm feeling those feelings. I am the Perkins panic putt. I suck. I I'm 270th. I'm thinking all those thi- things, you mm-hmm. know. I'm like, dude, you're gonna miss like all these things, like all just those bad feelings that you get yeah. in whatever capacity they come or whatever form they come. And I, 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 I'm, I'm feeling those feelings. I'm looking at the ground, and then I'm breathing them in, and I'm breathing them out. Yeah. yeah. Right. And th- that's really the big change for me. Is like, okay, those feelings are here, but I am going to exist whether they're here with me or not. And I'm gonna relax, and I'm gonna breathe, and I'm gonna lower my heart rate, and then I'm gonna look at the pin, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do my up, and I'm gonna do my down, and I'm gonna let it go at the pin. One of my favorite analogies to that that it, what you said reminds me of is being a boulder in a river. Letting all those ideas yeah. and feelings and all that, like, notice them, yeah. see them, be aware, but be that boulder in the river that's not focusing on those those thoughts streaming by and allow it to pass and do your thing and just stick to your routine. That's a solid That's a solid analogy, dude, mm-hmm. for sure. One of my favorite books I've, I've read is The Art of Mental Training. Nice. And I, I read up on that and tried to take notes, and I've, I applied it a little bit, but, you know, you can always apply more and, and all that, but... Uh, yeah, Mind Gym's a good one too. Yeah. Mind Gym. Mind Gym. Yeah, that's a really good one. Gym like, like G Y M. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Talks about you know, uh, vis- visualization being a, a big mm-hmm. big part of it. You know, visualizing yourself doing it and mm-hmm. in the third person, in the first person, and, and again, and all the all the big major athletes they have mental training coaches. Big oh time. yeah, that's, a, dude. that's an industry. And it's something oh, yeah. that, again, I think in our sport is a big opportunity dude. is to focus on mental training. I had a so when I yeah, totally, dude. something you look at. 
When I played yeah. college baseball, I had a class. I had to take yeah. the theory of baseball, and it was all right. about Sick. mental training and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's what separates that's what separates good, the, mm-hmm. the, good the, from great. The good from the great, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, can't even count. I can count thousands of people that can throw the disc better than me, you know? Amen. But I can beat 999 of them, you know, because because of mental fortitude, right. you know? You know, I've, I've still got 30 that I need to beat on a consistent basis, yeah. but they're all mental giants and yeah. they're skilled, you know? Yeah. So it's, yeah. That's why golf is great. It forces that. It forces that. You have to have a mental game. Yeah. You can't get away with just, no. I can you can't do that talent. in a park at any given day. Yeah, but can you do it during the event? Like yes. That's why golf is so fun and Who's interesting. Who's the most yeah. skilled golfer on tour? Simon. Yeah. More than Eagle? Simon. Yeah. Yep. Simon is the most talented frisbee thrower I've seen. Just, yeah. Yeah. What about Brody? Bro? Brody Smith? <laughs> Dude, that guy's, that guy's a homie, man. A I was just saying though. that he messaged me back on Instagram. It, apparently, he messes these guys back, so it's not not big news or anything. Yeah, anybody up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I was stoked. They hit us and, and we're gonna we're gonna anybody film that something. Comes to OTB, he will message. We nice. also blew him up on TikTok and Twitter. So, Constant. well, we're nice. gonna break his. You need records. a TikTok, sir. TikTok? Yeah. I'm telling you, man. TikTok? It's a weird one. It's a weird Dude, one. It was cracking me up when it was like first 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 came out, and there's some funny stuff on there. There's a billion users on TikTok. A oh, billion wow. and the disc golf is small there, so if and you're in, still, you're one of the first. Yeah, get okay. get in because it's gonna be it's gonna happen. All right, and and, and, and what it, what's the deal again? You make like little seven second clips or something. It used to be called Musically, so it was a, a lip syncing app originally, so you can add music to all the tracks. That's right. People are dancing. People and, are dancing. And yeah, stuff, but we're just making like everything, like random stupid videos in here, clips of us throwing discs. Nice. Biggest disc golfers doing Reed MTA. for Skira? Yeah, I think Reed. No, it's not even him. It's Marweed. It's huh, Andrew. Yeah. yeah. It's he does stuff for him and Reed together kinda on it. Okay. And then like Christine Jennings. Nice. And like that's it. Okay. Yeah, it's TikTok. interesting. It's a it's a trippy Did platform. Like a, I still haven't even downloaded it. You handle all neither, of it. Yeah. But it was nice. something we recognized we needed to do. We have okay. like fifty videos, ten or so of them. We have like a hundred and ten followers. Like ten of them or so have a thousand views and one of them has eleven thousand views. Whoa! Yeah, that's legit, man. Mm-hmm. It's that's, weird. It's random, legit. and like it's just figuring out algorithm yeah. and you can do little tips and stuff. I mm-hmm. uh, once did this like little tip of Alyssa posted it, and I was getting messages for weeks. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, if you want to throw a sidearm, you know, you just you know you got to get your wrist back in you know in the zone. And people mm-hmm. are like, oh my god, dude, you changed my life. And I'm like, oh man, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, people are hungry for dude, content. They, yeah, they it's really crazy how much of a difference it can make. And I think TikTok will. Take maybe a little while to get huge in the disc golf community, okay. but if you're one of the first people there, then like you have it set. Nice. It's man. All, I think they said over half the users are between the age of 16 and 24. Okay, that's Which interesting. Which actually skews a little older than I think what people what assume. What people assume, too. yeah. And um, it's like 55 percent male. Interesting. Hmm. So there's there's definitely some disc golfers on there. The more I look, but it's like nice. random, and they're like, oh, I didn't know there's other disc golfers on here. Yeah, I'm gonna have thing. to. I'm gonna have to check it out for sure. Yeah, thanks, and thanks for the good looking out. It's a, it's a cool little spot. It's way different than people imagine it is. Nice. It's a trip. We get customers like, "Hey, I found you on TikTok." What? Really? Yeah. What? And we'll get customers. Hey, I found you through the podcast. So, like, as many what? avenues as you can hit. Yeah. They grow no, for sure. It's it's like what I was saying earlier. Is it's easy. It's it's so easy to compare within. You know, and you're like you're comparing directly of like, oh, we're doing this or. Oh, am I doing this like they do it? Am I copying too much? Sure. You know, yep. but like, 
man, you just got to like, you, you got to do you and let all those things go. And yeah. like the bigger picture and stuff, there's going to be people that don't even play or don't even know who Jomez is and then find mm-hmm. you because you were doing yeah. stuff out of the mold kind of deal. Yeah. Content, content, content. And it's still always people a weird hungry, thing to put yourself out there like that. Like you're saying and not want, you know, between living in the moment and when you're seeing something awesome on tour, not wanting to stop and take a picture and be that guy. And it's you and all your homies that are traveling. You like taking a picture and you put it on Instagram, you write a little copy, you post it out there and you're trying to, you know, present it to the world, bring, you know, build a little bit of a bigger Instagram following. And it's just kind of a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's it's necessary. And to the TikTok, it's a kind of a weird app and everything. But and so now you're recording little videos and you're it's, putting it out there. It's and so easy. It's like made for producing content. There's so many effects and sounds nice. and different things you can do. And then you can make something on there and just spread it to all the across the board. Nice. Spread it to Instagram. Spread it to Twitter. Spread it to Facebook. Yeah. Nice. The and then you have between apps is huge. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's easy. I'm trying to post every day this year. I haven't you posted have to yet com- today, so I you need to... You have to be comfortable putting it post. out there. Our, the, yeah. It, it's uncomfortable to put stuff out there if you're not comfortable with where you're at. Yeah. That's a good mm-hmm. point. So there's a lot of people that... Yeah. It's interesting put, putting it all out there. Mm-hmm. We put a lot out but there. But once you get... Yeah. So I think it's a mindset, though, because once it's, you do yeah, it enough, it's, it's that, normal. that numbs down. And it's you're like, oh, this is just another thing works. I do. Yeah. Dude, it works. Oh, it we're, definitely We're trying works. to put right. out 30 pieces of content It's tough to promote day. yourself. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Like, it is. Between all you know, the platforms. Nice. No one, no one doesn't believe in yourself as much as yourself a lot of times. I, I think... Yes. Like, we are our own worst critics. Right. It's easier to throw a brand out. Than it is to throw yourself out. Right. It's mm-hmm, easier right. to rep an OTB and in in of a any brand out there, Discraft. It's mm-hmm. easier to rep that than it is to rep your own name. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to build a brand. Yeah. It's a difficult. You are a brand it, though. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Especially yeah, a golfer. It you is are easy a brand. to hide behind that a little bit or just yeah. Perks of disc golf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The perks great of disc name, golf, dude. That is awesome. That is great. Great name. <laughs> Thanks. Like, I, I thought it was like one of the best Twitter handles nice. in, in the disc golf community. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, yes. <laughs> I got it, dude. And I'm sure when you search, you're like, no one has it. Yes. <laughs> oh, dude. I was like, oh my gosh. Cause it was like, you know, the perk, the, the, the name, obviously. But then I'm like, dude, the, the perks of disc golf are just. On in, in unlimited, dude. Yeah. I'm like yep. f- on boats and oceans mm-hmm. and stuff. I'm like, dude, the perks keep coming in. The Amen. content's there. It's easy. Yeah, yeah, just man. It's just actually doing it, and dude. And Alyssa freaking fills my Dropbox with like the most premium photos yeah. ever. You know, Spoiled. and I'm like, it's it's. Yeah, I'm trying. Well, we look forward to seeing what you have to put out. Amen. Cool. Dude, Absolutely. Carry beat up. Just and I think Gary Vee for I, a month, and you'll mm-hmm. be like, "All right, I need to do more." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know Gary Vee. Yeah, I know Gary Vee. Yeah, she's always getting me on his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's his latest book? What was that book? Crush it? Is that no, the last one? That's not the no, latest. the one. It's I think it's got the it's got the how it's like it's something with the f word. Like he's like, oh get yeah, the, grow the f up or something like something something like that. Where he's like, dude, just do it, just blast off. Like, yeah. there's no reason we don't know. say no around here. It's kind of our thing. No. Nice. We don't say no. Yeah, you no. guys are on one. I mean, really, um, it's really cool to uh, to to interact with uh, to interact with um, people like you. Um, really uh, think that you guys are on a great path, and uh, if you continue doing the things that you're doing, um, you're going to be crushing it. Appreciate it, man. Trying. Yeah. 
It's yeah. fun to be a part of. Yeah, it's a tough life. It really nice, yeah. nice work getting the. Uh, nice work getting the. Uh, I mean, um, the the logo on Paige's van. This yeah. is awesome, dude. Awesome. It was just a random interaction because uh, she and I had talked a couple different times. I think just buying and selling discs. I think I had bought a couple discs from her, and we had gone back and forth a little bit. And I think I had. I, we actually sold her a couple gatekeepers. Or didn't sell her, but sent her a couple gatekeepers. Yeah. She couldn't get them anymore. She was looking for specific ones. Somebody put us in touch with her. I'm like, we'll just toss you a couple gatekeepers, not worried about it. Nice. And then uh, I'm like, hey, what would it take? We've been thinking about doing some sponsorships with yeah. you know, athletes like yourself that have obviously a manufacturer sponsor, but we want to be secondary. Like, what would it take? And it turns out we couldn't with her current contract with or her past contract with DD that she couldn't have a retailer sponsor. So we decided to just do that advertising space on the van. And yeah, we'll be doing more of that soon for sure. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's um, it's it's always tough to like put a dollar amount on something like that. It is. But then like, you know, a couple years down the road, you look back and you go, dude, our, our logo was on the five-time world champ, you know, or yeah. the four-time world champ the year that she became the five-time world champ. And you're like, man, that was really just, in, you know, priceless to have yeah. that on there. And uh, and definitely people were asking about it and stuff. It was just a little sticker. Yeah. It yeah. was a little sticker. And I'm like, man, this is like a talking point kind of deal. That's right. You, you know, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. And she's awesome, like preaching to the choir there. But she's, she hooked us up with Missy. Mm-hmm. She did. Like, she sent Missy us Gannon. to Missy Gannon. Yeah. yeah. She awesome. said, hit her up. She needs She needs someone. Kind of like you with Ezra. With Ezra. Sure. Yeah, we should lock that down. I mean, I'm going to sponsor him in some way. You know, I, I sponsored a couple people last year. Um, who? Ezra who? Ezra Adderhold. Yeah. Dope name. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great name. And uh, the Greg already coined a... Coined a uh, he's he's going to be the D- D- Dakota Kid. Okay. The Dakota Kid is what, is what Greg coined him in the commentary. Um, yeah, Greg was really cracking himself up on that one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota Kid, dude. <laughs> but he's a crusher, man, and a really good person. And uh, yeah. That's one of the things that has been tough for us as we look to expand, you know, some sort of ambassador team or whatever it is. And we get messages all the time about people like, hey, do you have a team? How do we get on the team? Yeah. And then it's us trying to basically like character check these people yeah. that we have no clue who they are. They hit us up from Michigan or North Carolina. Oh, wow. And we're like, all right, we don't know you know, exactly what you are. We can look up stats and stuff, but it's hard to really get an idea of the character. And that's where it's nice when someone like Paige comes in and says, hit up Missy or you with Ezra, like, dude, I can vouch for this guy's character, yeah. this mm-hmm. girl's character. Like, It's far more know, important than the, the skill. Yeah. Sure. Far yeah, more absolutely. Important, you know. Amen. Yeah, I'd there's, much there's rather some, you be a better human than a better golfer. Oh, for sure. There's mm-hmm. some disc golfers that I if I would never sponsor. You know, some yeah, really elite level players that I just wouldn't that wouldn't even consider. You know, there's no reason they would have it. Wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't fit your brand. No, mm-hmm. you know exactly, and yeah. that's fine. They're allowed to be who they are, but we're allowed to be who we are as well. Yeah. Sense. What's up? Yeah, <laughs> just trying to start some shit. Trying to crash talking basically. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he's best at. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, Keep yeah, crash the, quiet. The uh, yeah, yeah the p- couple people vouched for me early on when I was like trying to like get sponsored and 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 uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a big deal for sure. And it wasn't like oh he's good. It was like oh he's you know just got some character and everything. Yeah. And yeah, I've been I've been with this mania for, for since they sponsored me when I was nine eighty rated. 
um, I think in 2015. So that's five years, five full years that I've been with the same, same, same company. And so do you re-up with them on like a year to year? Is that something you care to talk about? Yeah, I can talk about it. So last year I signed a two-year contract with a, uh, with revision, um, after the first year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was, it, it was it was really a one year contract with a okay I'm really gonna consider the second year yeah um um if we're if we're close you know what I mean like um, um we're not gonna start from scratch sure. again so yeah yeah exactly and um um you know really the each each company kind of has had in the past they've kind of had their a structure already they say hey this is our team this is our tour team this is what the value of you being on the tour team is, yep. is, you know, X amount of disc, X amount of dollars or whatever. But that mold is kind of changing. Yeah. And, I, and I was definitely one of the early players um, <laughs> with this mania that was like, I'm not, I'm not subscribing to your mold. I want to help your company. Mm-hmm. I want to, uh, I want to tour and I think that I can I can do this for your company, this for your company, this I can do these things for your company, but I can't do it by myself. Yeah, I want the I, I need legitimacy. You know, I need somewhat of a platform. You you can you have the power to legitimize me, and you giving me disc is not doing that's not doing anything for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I I I um I kind of created my own basically job with them and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I want to vend the discs. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a player, but I'm also gonna be a vendor. Mm-hmm. And and part of the sponsorship is, you know, good prices on the discs and good um basically just like s- support in that regard. I can call them and say, you know, I need I need fifty cloud breakers or yep. something, you know, and that's gonna help me out, make a few bucks and stuff like that. But I kind of created my own little little sponsorship level, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, um, outside of of their of their. Uh, well, yeah, for sure, for sure, and and Dismania definitely helped legitimize me as a player. And when I, you know, I'd do some, they would post and stuff. And from the eyes of just like spectators, that that is a real thing. You know, absolutely, yeah, to be sponsored or whatever, it kind of um, it 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 does le- legitimize the athlete a little bit. Um, but at the same time, I, I was never, I was never trying eat at the end of each year. I really wanted to ask myself, like, do I feel good about the money that I took from them? You know, when they, mm-hmm. when they started to actually pay me money, um, and to, to go out on the tour and play and stuff, I'm like, man, this is a really great gig. Mm-hmm. Am I doing enough for them? You yeah. know, what am I doing for them? How, how am I helping them move product? Like if, if they're going to pay me 10 grand or whatever, am I going to make them that money? Mm-hmm. You know? And so I, I tried to figure out what I could do to, to help them. And really the best thing I can do to help them is, is to grow myself mm-hmm. and it's for their the, brand to be attached to me that whole way through. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of the things that struck me that you brought up at SFO. Is you're like I really am going into this negotiation. Like, what is it that I can do for you? Yeah, and it's it's important. Yeah, and and we've got a good relationship for sure. Yeah, I mean the Night Strike has been, you know, obviously it's a good disc. The mm-hmm. like it's a the FD is a great disc. Yep. Um, but then to get it in the color glow plastic, awesome. But now, now it's like my thing. Yeah, it's got a you following. Know? It's like the Nate Perkins Night Strike, and yep. people buy it because it's it's me too, and so it's a mutual thing. Like, uh, you know, I I helped them sell 
seven, eight thousand night strikes this year, you know, and I don't think it would have, I don't think they would have sold as many if it, if it didn't have my name sure. on it. Right. And now it's kind of snowballing. Mm-hmm. Now it's getting bigger. And next year it's going to be even bigger. And th- that's a mutual relationship, you know, and they're paying me from it. So it's, it's, it's good. And I, 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 I'm looking back this year and I'm like, I bought all these discs from them. You know, my Instagram grow, grew from 3,000 to it's almost at 12,000 now. It's awesome. In one year. And, um, and, and the the connections, the international connections. When when I go and run an event and fifty to a hundred people show up yeah. and they all get Dismania plastic, I feel confident that I played a role in Dismania's growth over the past right. couple mm-hmm. years. You know, so I'm I'm looking at it and I'm going, I I deserve this. I think that we've got a good thing going. Let's let's keep pushing the mold. Yep. You know, maybe kick kick me a little bit more cash so I can make this a little bit more sustainable. And I can do this for the next 10, 20 years and I can help your your brand. I can legitimize your brand as, as much as you're legitimizing my yeah, that's a good my career. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty stoked about the, the, the conversations that we have, the relationship that we have. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for what, what you both have going going forward. It's a good group of guys there from from UC and and the guys overseas all the way to where they are in Colorado. I yeah, you deal with Chris. That. Uh, yeah, we deal with Chris. We deal with uh, Austin. Nice. Dana calls us all the time. Yeah, Dana's Dana's the man. Dana's legit. Yeah, he's cool. Super easy to talk to, and yep. he's always checking in, making sure we're uh, we've got everything we need. And then you know, from the guys in the shop, like Jamie, stamping everything up. Yeah, you know, it's a bunch of it's a bunch Jaime. of cool cats. Yeah, Jaime. I always say Jamie, and Austin's like, dude, it's Jaime. Jaime, Jaime Muro. <laughs> like, all right. Uh, yeah, no, they're this man is they're, they're awesome, dude. I I'm like I wake up and I'm like, man, this is this is awesome, dude. Yeah, I can't believe day. I've got this spot that I have with this company. People are like, you know, how did you do this? And I'm like, I don't I don't really know. It's just kind of like developed into a real thing, you know. It was just fifty disc and you wear our shirts all year, and I'm like, ah, oh, this ain't a really good deal. Well, I think part of it was the willingness to be a symbiotic relationship and elevate yep. them so they can elevate you. And anytime you have that in any kind of relationship, whether it's personal or business, whenever partners are elevating each other, success comes from that. It's dangerous. Nice. It is. Yeah. No, they're they're you know it the it's uh, they're they're willing to to listen to the, to, to ideas too, and yeah. and now they they re, they respect. They respect my opinion too. Like mm-hmm. they call me and they ask me stuff about players. Like, should we sponsor this player? Yeah. What do you think about us picking up this player and stuff? And yeah. and and it's really a really cool cool deal to to get that kind of respect too. That's what it is too. It is it. That's a good respect to feel from from that side of the relationship. That's awesome. I'm excited for for all of it. What you got going this year? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Manny just started talking about the artwork for Night Strike 3, so... Awesome. Yeah. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, I can't wait to see it either. Killed it. That <laughs> yeah, desert that. scene in the first one, and it yeah. carried over. Yep. Yeah, the two snakes. Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. I like the snake theme, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's dope. It's yeah, I love the cool. name. Yeah, we, right? I feel like we struck gold with the name, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the glow in the darks. Yeah. Was that your call? Did you see the video? Else's? Did you see the, 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 the rap video on my Instagram, the Night Strike? I don't think so. From the original? I haven't. <sighs> it, it ties in Are you well rapping in the video? I'm not rapping in the video. That's it's it's actually a Kanye West <laughs> song, and 
you haven't seen this on, on my you gotta go I to don't my think Instagram. I have dude, actually dude you gotta go to my Instagram and it's the fourth it's the fourth post down it's the one that's I, I messed up and it's a black screen I need to repost it but you gotta watch it but definitely check that out everybody needs to watch it, it. Are you watching it? <laughs> you hear germ? Yeah. yeah, I do. <laughs> Dude, it was it was honestly it was um so that video uh is from the Pro Tour Championship. Okay. And I was on Joe Med. The commercial for the freaking uh, disc. Nice. <laughs> Use it. The uh um and it it was one of the best days off the tee for me with the night strike i threw it on like eight or nine of the holes and didn't miss a shot with it i birdied every every uh shot that i threw with a night strike i birdied and so it was germ and simon on the commentary and they said night strike a bunch and this random dude like compiled this this video and (laughs) ran it over a kanye west tune and it just it turned so legit and God, I love the internet, dude. I know. <laughs> like, I was like, dude, I, random yes. things. For I know. I couldn't believe it. It was the best thing I'd seen all year long. I'm like, this is amazing, and yeah, I love the internet nice too. Strike. Yeah, yeah. It's got Germ's voice in the back. It's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's too good. It's too good to be true. But so for um, we're we're making a song for the for the next release. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You got a little tune going with some musicians from Austin, so I'm there pretty stoked go. about it. But sweet. Is that the basis of it? No, it's not. It's a completely different song. Yeah, it's going to be a different, <laughs> different tune, heavy bass line. It's it's going to be good, but uh, yeah. Sorry, Jerm. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will definitely buy way too many of them. I nice. promise you that. Nice. I mean, that's the goal. Yeah. yeah. None left. We have like five, I think, left. Oh, do we? Yeah. Oh. We had to merge something else into that row because it's constantly changing in here with, you know, filling up rows, and then we'll sell a whole row like we just. Uh, got the last of our Sexton Fireflies and Sexton Firebirds oh, out. Nice. Um, there's been a few things. The Conrad Aviars are, I think that's the last row. Sweet. Um, and then the the Night Strike Twos, we have like five left. Dude, awesome. The that's row amazing. Is gone. Yeah, we went through hundreds for sure. That's amazing. Yeah, thanks so much for 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 that, dude. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. <laughs> like the conversation earlier, like I'm selling them a disc and they're thanking me. <laughs> yeah well, thank you dude so yeah we're stuck yeah. and thank you for rolling Absolutely. through yeah thanks so much oh, yeah. for having me guys this has been really a pleasure you guys are yeah you guys are all awesome <laughs> right on appreciate it man yeah. good luck yep. this year and uh just keep doing your thing yeah yeah it's fun to watch yeah right on glad i could get here and interrupt right yeah you, <laughs> you add a dynamic i do a little